Hello folks, welcome to a brand new episode of Thanks for the Knowledge, Fanbyte's weekly news roundup, highlighting the headlines in games and entertainment in one handy podcast. I am your host, head of Fanbyte Media, John Warren. This week, we've got kind of a chill one for you. We've got a ton of coverage going up on our website and our podcast feed for Channel F, as well as our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash fanbyte, for all of the Summer Game Fest and E3 coverage that you can possibly ask for. So this episode is going to round up a little bit of what Jeff Keighley's uh, presentation uh, highlighted, as well as what you can expect for the upcoming week. But uh, you know what? Just kind of relax with us today. Uh, We've had a long week. I'm sure you have too. Uh, Glad you're here. (laughs) Let's get to our top stories. Fanbyte's Hot Game Summer 2021 kicked off this week with a string of press conferences and videos, perhaps none bigger than Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest on Thursday. Of course, there were highlights sprinkled throughout, but none could escape the looming, inevitable shadow of From Software's Elden Ring, a game we've all known to varying degrees would be debuted in earnest at this event for quite some time. What I think a lot of us didn't expect was how in-depth the three-minute trailer we saw would go. Depending on who you ask, Elden Ring either looks too much like Dark Souls and we should be worried, or it looks more like an open-world epic Dark Souls and that's just what the Doctor ordered. In this trailer, we were introduced to a world where everyone is after the Elden Ring and whatever power it bestows upon the user. Remember that Game of Thrones author George R. R. Martin co-created the world and lore uh, with FromSoft's Hidetaka Miyazaki. While we didn't see that much in the way of a recognizable story, it's clear that characters with motivations and impact on the player's journey could be a bigger part of Elden Ring than other entries in the Soulsborne series. There's a horse in this one. It can appear under the player uh, at will and can even use jump pads like in Apex Legends or something to take the horse to vertical space, which is pretty cool. Expect a lot of Soulsborne difficulty in design. While we didn't see a lot of untouched gameplay footage, the swordplay and dodging of other Souls games was present in what we saw. While many insiders, including some folks on staff here at Fanbyte.com, reported this game was aiming for a 2021 release, we got an official date and it wasn't that far off, January 21st, 2022, for PC, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. Elsewhere in Jeff's showcase, we saw the reveal trailer for the long-rumored Tiny Tina fantasy game from Gearbox called Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which featured a person crafting a magical gun to slay a dragon. It's a looter shooter, just like Borderlands, but in a totally distinct setting where you'll build a custom character and grind a new in a grind in a new fantasy location. Tiny Tina will serve as your bunker master. Think of it as a dungeon master in Dungeons and Dragons. She'll be narrating and guiding your experience. It'll be out in early 2022. One of the surprises from the show was the announcement of Metal Slug Tactics, a grid-based tactical game in the Metal Slug universe. The Metal Slug series is an old-school side-scrolling action game known for its bright and expressive pixel art and frantic gameplay. Tactics will retain the former but ditch the latter. Emu, the folks behind updates of other classics like Streets of Rage 4 are handling this game. It looks pretty cool. Hideo Kojima stopped by to talk to his bestie Jeff about the upcoming director's cut of Death Stranding. He also name-dropped Hitler and said, coming out of COVID is like living in a post-9-11 society again. Wild. (laughs) I cannot piece that stuff together, but whatever. Uh, The director's cut looks pretty cool, I guess. 
Tales of Arise got a big trailer for its debut at Summer Game Fest. Uh, the latest in, in the long-running Tales JRPG series looks like a prime entry point for folks who might have missed out on the series so far. Folks won't have to wait long to play it uh, as it'll be out on September 10th, 2021. Uh, Jeff's presentation covered a lot of ground. We won't hit it all here today on this podcast, but if you want to see a full list, you can go to fanbyte.com. Uh, Double Fine Day of the Devs also had a presentation uh, showcasing the latest in some upcoming indie games. Axiom Verge 2 is the sequel to the acclaimed Metroidvania game from a few years ago. It's got new characters and a new world and new powers, so it can act as a totally standalone game from its predecessor. Garden Story is a cute action, uh, cute adventure role-playing game. We actually got our hands on back at PAX East last year, and we liked it quite a lot. Uh, we got a new trailer for that and a vague release of later this year, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, finally, Unbeatable is a slick m- a music rhythm game we got our hands on in a preview. You can read that over at fanbyte.com. You can also play a free demo of this game now before buying it on Steam, if you please. Rounding out this week's news, uh, Netflix and CD Projekt announced WitcherCon for July 9th, 2021. Expect some stuff about The Witcher. Wow. <laughs> um, speaking of CD Projekt, buried in this week's slew of announcements and reveals was the unfortunate news that their February data breach was worse than they thought, with some personal details of employees and contractors making their rounds online. They're working with authorities on finding the culprits and are also working to alleviate any possible harm this might have caused. What a wild 18 months for that team. Uh, the Playdate, the adorable little yellow game machine with a crank on the side, will come out sometime this year with 24 games available in its first season of releases. That's double what they initially announced. You'll also be able to get a cool dock cube that has a pencil holder and Bluetooth speaker on it. It's really cool. It'll look great on my desk. Uh, all of the Game Boy looking games look pretty cool, but Lucas Pope's Mars After Midnight is going to be a much more kid friendly game than his new classic Return of the Obra Dinn. Uh, that won't be packed in with season one, but should get you interested in its inevitable release. The play date looks rad. Uh, that's not even scratching the surface of everything that went down this week. By the time you're listening to this, E3 Day 1 has concluded with announcements from Ubisoft and others. Friday, John, that's me, doesn't know what those announcements are yet, but you know who does know? The crew on our Saturday Night Recap show over on Channel F the podcast feed. Uh, you should go check that out, won't you? Folks, I wish I had more interesting things to tell you about this upcoming week, but it's just E3 all the time, baby. Uh, we don't even really have like game releases this week. Last week kind of took care of all of that. And again, if you need a reminder, Chicory, which is probably Natalie Flores' game of the year, uh, that's an indie game that's out now. It looks amazing. Uh, I'm, I've been playing it. I think it's great. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Intergrade, which is the big up, update with the Yuffie stuff. Hey, just so you know, there's a Fort Condor mini game in that game, and it rips. It's awesome. It's so cool. It's really tactical and fun, and I'm addicted to it. Uh, also, the new Ratchet & Clank game is just like a, as good as you've heard. It's so amazing. 
amazing. This past week has been great for games. This upcoming week, not a lot going on in terms of game releases. It's just a lot of what is coming next. If you're listening to this podcast on its release day, then you've got Xbox and Bethesda showcases on Sunday, as well as Square Enix announcements and more. That Xbox and Bethesda showcase, again, should involve uh, Starfield, Todd Howard's follow-up, or, or brand new IP, I should say, uh, that will join Fallout and Elder Scrolls as kind of the tentpole releases for that studio. Uh, we should see a lot. We should also find out if it's actually an Xbox exclusive as it's been reported, which would be really wild. Uh, so yeah, expect that. Expect some announcements from like Obsidian and other Xbox related studios. Speaking of Obsidian, if you like Obsidian and their games, Pillars of Eternity, uh, New Vegas, uh, Outer Worlds, all that stuff, um, you should listen to 99 Potions this past week. Uh, it's got a really great interview with Josh Sawyer, who is their uh, studio design director, and that conversation was a whole lot of fun. Uh, Square Enix, uh, again, we don't have a full idea of what they were bringing to the table, but we should hear some stuff about the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Uh, and yeah, uh, on Monday, there's also Take Two in Capcom doing their announcement uh, presentations, so it should be pretty interesting. Um, Capcom and us, we, we cover a lot of their stuff, especially in the Monster Hunter realm. Uh, expect some stuff Monster Hunter related, maybe. Um, on Tuesday, we have the Nintendo Direct, which should be a real barn burner. Uh, we also have the E3 Awards. Uh, in between all of those things, those major things, there will be little presentations and announcements from a lot of publishers, including Devolver Digital, Warner Brothers, and more. Every night during E3, we'll have a recap show on twitch.tv slash fanbite and over on the Channel F podcast feed. If you're just super attached to me, for some reason, <laughs> I'm anchoring night four on Tuesday, so you should come hang out. You should definitely hang out on every other day because the, everyone that we work with is amazing. Uh, make sure you keep it tuned into fanbyte.com or, or Twitter feed at fanbytemedia and podcastnet.org to keep an eye on everything we have going on. And that is your upcoming week. That's going to do it for this week's episode, folks. Uh, I hope you have a nice week. I hope you hang out with us uh, over at twitch.tv slash fanbyte. If you want to follow us on Twitter, which uh, is the best place probably to get all of our announcements and pieces and videos and podcasts in one single place, that is at fanbyte media over there on Twitter. If you want to follow me, you can do that at floppy adult. If you want to find our wonderful producer, Paul Tamayo, you can find him at Polly Mayo. Um, I, I am looking forward to a lot of the announcements this week. We should be back next week to recap all of it. Uh, and until then you're welcome.